Hey y'all, I know it's been forever since I've recorded a podcast episode, but I'm back. Welcome to Pop Goes the City, a lifestyle podcast. I'm Leslie Chapman, and today's show is all about the Real Housewives of Potomac. I have been a fan of the Real Housewives of Potomac since the show began. There's just something about the city of Potomac and the ladies on the show that drew me in. The season three finale aired this past Sunday, and based on the preview for the upcoming three-part reunion, things are going to get pretty crazy. With that said, Kendall Douglas is my guest today. If you are a fan of the Real Housewives of Potomac, you already know who she is. The ex-wife of Sherman, the gentleman Giselle had been dating. I know that it seems as if Kendall appeared on the scene just as Sherman and Giselle were having issues, but don't get it twisted. Kendall has been very candid in other interviews about the fact that she was approached to be on The Real Housewives of Potomac four years ago. Stay tuned for our lively conversation on how she ended up appearing in season three, her perspective on friendship, and if she would be willing to film more with the ladies on the show. Hi, Kendall. Thank you so much for joining me for a quick chat today. Hi, Leslie. So good to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for your time. I know you're super busy. So I want to get right into this discussion with a few questions. Um, In a recent interview you had with All About the Tea, you confirmed what Monique said about Sharice wanting to use you to get under Giselle's skin. On the Mm -hmm. show, though, Sharice denied it. What do you think the motivation for that denial was? Well, it's, you know, I think her motivation was that she was afraid of being outed. You know, she didn't want, you know, people to know what she was really up to. That's basically what it all boils down to. It's hard to really sometimes for people to accept where they are in life and what their truth is, you know, you know, not a lot of people want to, you know, live in their truth. And mm-hmm. when she saw, you know, the backlash that Monique was getting unfairly, in my opinion, I think that yeah. the the backlash that Monique got was extremely unfair. Um, mm-hmm. She saw that that could have been her. And at that point, she was like, oh, no, I need to wash my hands of this because I don't want to be sitting in that hot seat. So she, you know, did something which I think is unfathomable, and she threw Monique under the bus and let her take all the heat, which, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, not real friends are supposed to do. If anything, she should have kind of had her back and said, listen, you know, why are you guys getting all of Monique? Because Monique really didn't do anything bad. I mean, did she invite me to anything that Giselle was at? No. She invited me right. to an event that she had, and unbeknownst to them, because they never ask questions, they just want to be accusatory, Monique and I have had a relationship two years prior to that. So, you know, we've gone out to lunch together. We go to each other's kids' birthday parties. I mean, this was mm-hmm. not an isolated incident. So okay. it didn't seem weird to me at all. Okay. Well, and to be completely honest, when you first came on the scene at the charity event that Monique invited you to, you could see that, you know, Sharice was not happy with that because she she felt that you were her friend. Did she know about your friendship with Monique? 
Absolutely. I mean, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, she was there when I met Monique. I mean, we were at an event at a country club, and it was mm-hmm. for men against breast cancer. Monique was there with her mm-hmm. husband, um, and I met Monique there, and we instantly took a liking to each other. Sharice didn't care. She, I mean, I've introduced Sharice to people. You know, let's just be clear here. I've lived in, you know, Potomac before Sharice did. I mean, I'm born and raised in this area. Sharice is from New Jersey. So she okay. moved here when her husband got a job here. So I've okay. introduced her to people in the past. So it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. And we all did lunches together. We went to events together. We, Monique and I did one-off, and it wasn't a big deal. So I was very surprised when she seemed to have, take issue with it personally. Okay. Yeah, I I was surprised as well because I I thought, you know, everybody was trying to get to know one another and everyone invited their friends around, whether the cameras were there or not. So maybe those relationships really weren't what I assumed they were when the cameras aren't around. You guys aren't all hanging out and enjoying each other. Um, But that's okay. That's not a problem. It's clear that your friendship is No, you assume correctly. You assume okay. correctly. I mean, we, okay. you assume correctly. I mean, we do hang out. We do, mm-hmm. you know, hang out with each other. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we have our little groups. You know, I've okay. hung out with Karen before, and, you know, I've hung out with Monique and, and Cherise. I've even hung out with Robin, you know. I mean, not one-on-one, oh. but, you know, Robin and I um, did a charity event together via – Sharice, we sat next to each other. We were actually pregnant at the same time. Our youngest sons are born a month, you know, apart. And, you know, we did a charity event together. I mean, you know, and this is way before anybody even heard of Housewives of Potomac. So, yeah, I mean, there are relationships that were forged there. And so that's why it's so, you know, shocking for her to act this way, but I guess when you feel like you're not in control of a situation, then, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of get selective amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that does happen, and it happens at some of the most um, interesting times. Right. Um, well, it doesn't happen to me, but it happens right. to some other people. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to other people. Okay, I got it. Well, I mean, it's clear your friendship is, is strained, if not completely over with Sharice. Everyone has an opportunity to change, and, and, and you sound like an individual after 18 years of friendship with someone, you might be open to having a conversation with her, but you've managed to maintain good connection with Monique and with Karen, correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, I think that, you know, Monique is a real person. She's honest. And, you know, that is, if people know me, one of the things that they know about me is that, you know, I um, don't put up with foolishness. And I, mm-hmm. with friendships, I appreciate honesty and I appreciate loyalty. I don't deal with, if you're going to lie, I can't deal with that in any type of relationship I have, whether it be a romantic relationship, the relationship that I have with my children, or the relationship that I have with my friends and family. And that's one Mm -hmm. thing that I cannot deal with. And that's a deal breaker for me on all levels. And, you know, I appreciate Monique's honesty. She tells it like it is. She's straightforward. And she deals with whatever may come from that. And, you know, for me, I've always been one of those people that are like, hey, listen, I might not like what you have to say, but tell me anyway. And I can deal with whatever happens or the results of what that is. And, you know, and I I appreciate loyalty. 
you know, be loyal, be true. And if you can't do those two things, then we can't be friends. Um, And I've never experienced that with um, Karen or Monique in that they've ever been disloyal or not honest. And so, yeah, I mean, Karen and I go way back. I think I met her when her oldest son, Brandon, was probably my youngest age that he is now, like 9 or 10. Um, And he's in his late 20s or 30s now. We've known each other for a very long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's something to be said about that. You know, Karen is funny. She's witty. She's sensitive. (laughs) I mean, and I appreciate all those things about her, you know. And I can tell you this. If I was stuck on the side of the road and I called Karen, I think she would come. And that's that's important, you know. Um, You know, Monique. Same thing, you know, and and this mm-hmm. is, you know, I don't feel like I have to talk to them every day for that, but, mm-hmm. you know, what I do know is I'll get the truth out, for the, out of them, which is mm-hmm. important. You know, they're going to tell me like it is. It might not be always something that I want to hear, but they're going to be truthful about it, and that's all I need. I can deal with the rest. Right. Right. I, I like it when people are honest with me, and I definitely like it when people are loyal and they show you who they are through their acts, and hopefully it's all positive. Uh, yeah. So that, that, yeah. Makes me, that makes me feel better about that connection with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I've already told you that I like to see you on the show. I really would like to see you on the show. And if you are invited, would you come around more with the girls that are currently on the cast right now? I would. I would. Now, I don't know if some of the main characters would want that to happen, but, you know, I don't know if a few, you know, one in particular would want that to be the case. But, yeah, I think I would. You know, um, I actually enjoyed filming last season. I enjoyed, you know, being with Monique, being with Karen, actually even Candace, you know, and, and um, I didn't, I didn't so really. so funny to me. She was funny, and she was open. She was open. Yeah. She told you what she was thinking. You didn't have to guess. You know, like yeah. I told you, there's that honesty. You know, you uh-huh. knew what you were dealing with, and you could have a conversation with her about it, say what you were feeling, even if you disagreed, and move on. No hard feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know Ashley very well, but, mm-hmm. I, you, know, you know, based on what I've seen, you know, you may have to – be a little cautious, but, you know, <laughs> she, she seems to be fun, too. You know, for me, yeah, she does. it's like don't take yourself too seriously. You know, mm-hmm. just, you know, grow with the punches, have fun, and be okay with it. Um, I think, you know, based on what I've seen, you know, so far and some of the things that have been said about me behind my back on the show, there may be one person in particular, which I don't need to mention names, I think we all know who that mm-hmm. is, that may be threatened by my presence. And that's mm-hmm. unfortunate because I think there's room for all of us, and she could probably learn a thing or two from me. So it might be good for her, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I will say that she did not enjoy mentioning your name very often either because there was a lot of name calling, which was really weird for me because, I yeah. mean, we're women, we're adults, we don't need to name call. And I just was like, oh, I was hurting for you because that's just, it's just mean. It's not necessary. Right. It is mean. It is necessary. But I do think that that's a sign of an insecure person, a sign of a person who's kind of dealing with some things on the inside. So actually, mm-hmm. you know, after 
all that kind of washes away, you know, and I was like, dang, you know, I was a little shocked by it. Then I just kind of had to feel sympathy for her because, you know, there was, there was nothing about that. As you can see, that just totally came out of nowhere unprovoked. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if you really cared about this man that you're dating and this is the mother of his children, then why would you talk about his ex-wife in that way if she's never done anything to you. I've never interfered in their relationship. I've never said mm-hmm. anything negative about her. I let them live their life just like I live mine. Who he chooses to date and ghost or do whatever he does is totally mm-hmm. up to him. Um, and so for her to react in that way, I think really showed, you know, a lot of um, kinks in her armor, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look okay. at all. Well, it it wasn't a good look for women. I just didn't feel like it was necessary. I'm not knocking Giselle in any way, shape, or form. I'm sure she's a lovely person. She's got friends and family who love her to death. And I do like to see her on TV as well. But I thought, wow, this is a real low point. You may not like this person. You may not want to be around this person. But let's not name call this person. It's not it's not that necessary. Um, but that's, that's just yeah. me. That's how I felt about it. <laughs> Right. But, you know, we have to look at ourselves and say, what is the reason for her not liking me? Because I came before you, you know, because I marry him first, because you have insecurities about what your ex-husband did with some other woman, or you may feel that, you know, you're, you know, that my ex-husband still, if he had the opportunity, would want to rekindle a relationship. I mean, whatever the opportunity Mm -hmm. is. I mean, let's sit down and talk about it as women because, you know, it was apparent that she thought this relationship was going to go somewhere. And as a result, you know, you know, we have, he and I have minor children. So, you know, we have to learn to co-parent. And then if that's the case, then how are you going to deal with me? You're going to call me names in front of my kids? Like, come on, you know, let's be adults about this. So, yeah. You know, I don't think that she was actually even setting up for a positive family structure at this mm-hmm. point with him. And I don't see how that could have even been a good relationship, you know. Wow. I mean, I'm that is in a relationship with someone that I've been in a relationship with for, you know, going on four years, and he has, you know, an ex-wife, and not in a million years would I ever do anything Mm -hmm. like that. You know, I mean, I have to learn how to manage that. As a matter of fact, I find my role to be one of liaison to actually Mm -hmm. help build a bridge between him and her. That's what my responsibility is because Mm -hmm. there's so much hurt and things that go on in marriages and divorces, and if I am doing my job, I'm supposed to be bringing everybody together as a family, not causing dissension. Yeah, yeah, you don't, and you definitely don't want kids to be a part of that or hear that or start to absorb any of that um, because the adults are not playing nice with one another or whatever. So, um yeah, that's that would be really really hard. And if the previews are correct, and 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 Sherman would like to get back with Giselle, and if that does happen, you may have a second opportunity to help make something positive happen with that. So um, we'll leave that mm-hmm. where it is. Uh, 
like I said before, though, anything can happen. And as I've mentioned, I, I think you have a story to tell. I think you have a life to share. And I would enjoy seeing you on the show more in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I really thank you so much for joining me today. And um, I will be looking forward to season four. I don't know if you're looking forward to season four. I don't even know if they've gotten the green light for season four. But I'm hoping that they do because I feel like they left some things kind of hanging out there. So will you be tuning in? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an exciting time, I think, in everybody's life. I mean, I think the wonderful thing about these women is that there's a lot of opportunity there. They all have something very different and unique about them. And if they mm-hmm. just harvested that energy and, you know, put it out there, you know, I think it would be phenomenal, you know, harvested it in the right way and put that energy out there. And I think, you know, the fans will love it. There's a lot to show, a lot to see. Um, and I appreciate your support, absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see what's on the horizon for sure. I have a few closing thoughts. Let's be 100% honest. Being on a reality show is probably not as easy as it looks, considering the immediate loss of privacy and all that goes along with that. So I totally admire anyone who is willing to give the world a window into their life. Before we started recording, Kendall acknowledged that being in the right place in life at the time of the ask to be on the show makes all of the difference. In the past, joining the cast was not right for her. So is Kendall in the right place now? Maybe. We'll just have to wait and see. And trust me, I don't know anything more about the possibility of her involvement in future seasons than you guys do. I'm just hoping for interesting television. I want to thank Kendall again for being on the show, and I'd like to thank you for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you like what you've heard, and if you do, rate the show and leave a review. Be sure to check out popgoesthecity.com. I post fresh lifestyle content throughout the week. Lastly, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Leslie Types.